to the B-Listers, a podcast about movies. Each week, we'll discuss a different movie, whether it's a new release or a silent film from almost 100 years ago. We'll leave no stone left unturned. I'm Benji. I'm Brendan. And this week, we have a couple of special guests. We have my wife, Lee. Hi, I'm Lee. (laughs) And I got Stephanie, my girlfriend. Hi, I'm Steph. (laughs) And this week, for Brendan's birthday, the four of us watched Trey Edward Schultz's Waves. I tested the water with this one for sure. (laughs) I feel like there was a good pun there. Oh, goodness. No, we but tested it's... the waters and we were just thrown back and forth by the waves. Hey, there hey. you go. Hey. No, but first of all, I, I appreciate that, uh, you know, for my birthday, you guys decided to do this. Uh, Happy birthday, Brendan! Happy birthday! Brendan, I need to know, how does it feel to finally be 21? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> My is fake this ID the, the is the eighth year in a row that you're. Yeah, yeah. My my fake ID has gotten me through a lot of years. <laughs> That's for sure. You're excited when they ask for ID. Nah, last year of uh, last year of twenties, which is kind of a trip. Yeah, I think that's the biggest. Uh, Still got a few years on that. All the rest of us do. You know, it's fine. We're all in the same generation. That's that's right. true. Which I mentioned before, but Brendan was like, I don't like that. It's just weird being almost thirty. That's fair. That's that's for for sure. <clears throat> Um, it's no like midlife crisis, but quarter life crisis. Quarter life crisis, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's just it's just a weird thought because now it's like everyone's gonna think that you're lying. Yeah. Like no, nah, you're you're not you're not 29. Yeah. Oh well. Um, this week, uh, yeah, I kind of uh, tested these guys uh, with a artsy film. 2019, I want to say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Waves. One of the first. A24, A24 is the production company. Um, if you don't know them, check them out. They got a lot of good movies. Definitely something I didn't, uh, I knew would stir the pot. I should put it that way. Oh, and boy, were you right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I, have a, I have a soft spot for uh, very emotional, uh, artsy films, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is uh, this was this kind is of definitely that. yeah this was a this was a nosedive mm-hmm. for you guys. I didn't expect you guys to like this. That's kind of why I picked it. I think, <laughs> Fair. I, I think it's interesting that uh, this kind of opens the door for certain things that might happen or might be shown. But definitely after Benji's reaction last night, I, I, I got what I was what I was looking for. <laughs> I didn't say too much. No, you didn't say too much. But I, I, I've known you for a good while. <laughs> Couple, couple years now, at least at least one or two. I should know a little bit since before you were originally twenty-one. <laughs> no, with that being said, um, I thought it'd be kind of interesting. Uh, we like to dabble in some drinks here, and uh, one of the things that we like to do is encourage you to grab a drink and watch a movie. What are you um, drinking, Brendan? I got what is it called? Terramana. Terramana is that what it's called? I think so. The Rock got some tequila. It's in the it's in the freezer. I'm drinking the same. Steph, what are you drinking? I am drinking Crook and Marker Watermelon Lemonade. Spiked Lemonade. It's Spiked Lemonade. It's grown-up lemonade. Now, Benji has one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I have the Haze Cake Hazy Double IPA from Clown Shoes, which is probably the sweetest IPA I've ever had. No, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd do that, uh, change things up a little bit, kind of start a little bit better conversation, or a little bit more of a conversation, I should say. But um, first of all, I got to ask, how did you feel about this choice before you watched it? Before I watched it, I was okay with it because I didn't totally know 
Okay. What it was going into it, like the trailer that you showed us was very vague. Very vague. That's that's a that's a uh, twenty four. Like I knew it was gonna be like super artsy. Yeah. And it was gonna be like the, the cinematography was gonna be great and mm-hmm. it was gonna have good music. But story wise I had no idea. Ah, that's what I look for. That's what I like. And it's a heavy hitter. It's a heavy hitter. So what's interesting enough is that uh, Trey Edward Schultz actually has only have two other credits before this. One of them he's only known for, which is another A24 called It Comes at Night. Sounds really familiar. Fantastic uh, psychological horror, I should say. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't even say psychological, kind of more of a thriller. Yeah, It Comes at Night, which kind of got me into the production company for A24. Uh-huh. Um, definitely same line, same. One thing they really like to do is test you with every emotion. Yeah. But A24 likes to test you in every way it can. And, uh, this is definitely probably the heavier ones from them. Uh, we, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into. I know Benji and Lee weren't, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's interesting when we were first starting to really get into movies and you were starting to dabble in these artsy films with me. You're, I was like, what draws you to these movies? And you said, I love that a film has the power to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. See, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm like a... I just... I'm a sucker for a feel-good movie. Which is totally cool. I mean, I I, I love that he says that with his uh, uh, Mr. Rogers pin. Heck yeah. On his striped sweater. On his striped sweater. Cue cue SpongeBob, if we can put that in here. Best time to wear a striped sweater (laughs) is all the time. Yeah, we're keeping that in. One with the collar. Turn on that! That's the kind. <laughs> that's why I love Benji. <laughs> no, but that, that, that's definitely, you know, Steph, Steph hit it on the nail. There's uh, If I were to explain why I like movies so much uh-huh. is for that, is the fact that something you're watching, and it's not even to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. It's to make you feel a certain way. Yeah. And I think that's the key to movies. Um, one example I can draw from right now is, again, I'm going to reference Mr. Rogers here. Benji was telling me the story when he first went and saw Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood which I know for you, that was overwhelming. Yeah. You know, that was the only movie that's ever made me sob after you got out. Yeah. Not like, even, not during the, during, during the movie, I felt emotional, but yeah. after we left, we were in the car driving home and I just like burst into tears see but that's that's but what, it, in like a good way though but that's what it's, it's meant to do yeah and that's what i that's that's kind of my passion for it um and this one really hits on my level where you know whether it be relatable whether it be something that's happening in the world right now i just like that a movie can do that yeah i guess kind of you know put put a picture to the movie we're talking about uh I guess the best synopsis we can give is a typical high school jock struggling with kind of your everyday high school drama. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. It's definitely very common high school drama. Yeah. Because um, it, like it's the first 45 minutes of the movie where you follow Tyler's story. Tyler's story is the first. Which, again, we go back to that trailer. Who knew we were actually going to be like, you know what I mean? Like, you never, you didn't think that this would be our main character. Right. You know what I mean? Because you see Sterling K. Brown, you think, yeah, that's our guy. Right. You know? But if you take away the, the sports aspect, the drug usage, the pregnancy, mm-hmm. and the murder, it hit 
way too close to home for me. Yeah. Well, I which I think that. is a lot of the reason I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, it just, it made me feel sick because of some of the things that happened to me in high school. Yeah. No, I can, I can totally understand that. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. I actually think you said that pretty perfect. If you take away kind of the hardcore things, the overdramatic things, yeah. it took you back to those really Awful shitty days. times of high yeah. school, you know, which I think we've all, all of us in this room have pretty much felt in one way or another. Yeah. You know, whether it be pressure from our parents or struggles with friendships or just making a good grade bad relationships bad relationships that's key right there that's i mean again i'm gonna say it again that's why i think i was drawn to this movie so much but like you said the first 45 minutes is kind of a a sensory overload yeah well especially like the first 10 minutes yeah because the first 10 minutes is like the i would argue like the most artsy part of the film okay where it's just like the camera's constantly following tyler Mm -hmm. and like weird movements and and there's like a lot of music playing that's definitely like a big sensor. Like I remember when that ended, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" You take a breath. Yeah, yeah you, you, I was you, like, "You can honestly take a breath." Oh, okay. Well, that, that that was that was the point for it was he wanted to the cinematographer wanted to emphasize the chaos mm-hmm. that this kid's going through with the camera work, right. which is the key. Which is the very beginning when in the the truck. Yeah, where mm-hmm. the camera's just spinning. The spinning the spinning shot um, is meant to show that these kids are running a high. You know, yeah. they're 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 just you know caught up within themselves circling 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 you know right. which little thing little details like that that's that's what i like yeah uh, i think we both thought it was really beautifully beautiful movie. Um, and yeah. cinematically yeah. interesting to watch yeah like you said there's a lot there's a lot of really kind of unique a lot of really unique and interesting shots well they make they, they make you feel a certain way that's right, the thing sure. they make you it feel easily draws you in yeah. 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 yeah uh one thing not just the cinematography but Trent Reznor did the score. Really? And I didn't know that. Trent Reznor, of course, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, known for Social Network. He was on Twin Peaks for an episode. I mean, just like he's known actually not equally for his albums to his scores. Right. And the, the guy just, he's overwhelming. Again, okay, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of confess something here. We only lasted an hour last night. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we almost only lasted an hour because... <laughs> we didn't look and see the runtime of the movie before we started it. It's like, what, two and a half? It's like just shy mm-hmm. of yeah. that. But we got through the first 45 minutes and paused it. Yeah. And we're like, we're a third of the way through. It's a lot. This movie is too long. I'm just going to say it right now. Listen, I got a lot of thoughts, but one of them is definitely that this movie is very very long. We'll, we'll, we'll tap yeah. that and touch yeah. on that. What we bit. were talking about last night is that it could have been <laughs> three individual movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, but that, okay, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to argue that this is where we're, we're diving. You're going to talk about the aspect ratio. We'll get into that. Did you notice? Oh yeah. Oh, oh good. Immediately. Good. Like, oh, oh my gosh. So when you say it could be three different movies, that's the point. It's, you have three different chapters, right? And it's hard for movies to, it's hard for mainstream movies to accomplish that, to keep your audience interested. Right. And that's definitely reflecting on what you just said, because you have to, one, want to be invested. You have to find something to to be invested in. Right. And if that runtime is way too long, you're, you're gone. Yeah. That's just it. And this movie was balancing the entire time of all three of those things. It pushes limits. Yeah, Which we had to take like a fifteen minute break both times. The aspect ratio changed. Oh, yeah. Like we were like, we got to, we got to stop, we got to sit, got to get a drink. Yeah, you have to. Once yeah. that's done, 
Yeah. I, I'd say, uh, again, at that 45-minute mark, um, that release of breath and that, that deep breath you take is, yeah. like, so relieving. Yeah. Because it's just... <laughs> it's, it's just... Well, because it, it doesn't start that high tension. It doesn't. And then probably about halfway through the first 45 minutes, it's, it gets it into just that. Escalates. And it's just stressed the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best thing I can relate it to is... Uh, Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems. Yeah, which is the reason I don't want to watch that movie. But we'll probably watch it eventually this year. We'll ease into that. Like I said, now that I've tested the waters, now that I know and I've got a baseline, right. we're going to play around. Lasting an hour on our second viewing. Was that, was that, had you only seen it once before? Once before. Oh, yeah. really? We uh, were, okay, so yeah, I think we, we were both under the impression that you had both seen it seen multiple it times. times. I was like, how so. the hell? So it's definitely one of my favorite movies. <laughs> You're right. But also, I don't want to put myself through that. Yeah. I, I can totally business. understand that. I, we, we finished it last night, and I looked at Leah. I was like, you know, I think I can never watching that we movie. Did not see, but that's okay. Like that's okay. <laughs> but the fact is, is like that's that's not the point to rewatch movies over and over. Again. Oh no, I know. It's 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 just accomplishing. It's it's almost like you know knocking it off the list. That's the kind of way I see it. You know. Yeah. Like now it's off that. the list. Now it's like you, you said you, you've seen it. You can have a conversation with somebody. You right. now have some knowledge on it, which is totally cool. Again, open space here. There's nothing against that. There's nothing against right. you guys disliking it or even sure. not wanting to watch it again. Yeah. Or not recommending it. That's totally cool. You know? I'm curious. What is, like, the number one thing that you guys disliked about the movie? Here comes Lee. Here okay, I'm ready. This is... This is so... <laughs> These are my... It's too long. But here's the thing, at least for me. I'm not impressed with something that makes me feel uncomfortable. You said that last Um, time we were talking to you. Because I feel like it's easy. It feels cheap to me. So personally, for me, I don't... I, um, I'm not impressed by it. I mm. felt like this movie was, I, there are things that I can really appreciate about it and things that I liked about it, but for the most part, I just felt cheated. I felt like they had done everything they could to make me feel upset yeah. for no reason except to make me feel upset. <laughs> um, and I, that to me is just not impressive. Welcome to indie films. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I just, it's not is. for me. I just don't think it's that impressive because I think that. Things that are uncomfortable are not automatically deep. Well, or it's automatically... also not fun to watch for an average viewer. It's not sure, fun. Sure, but it's even, I mean, yeah. But even, I, I'm i not saying that I only enjoy watching things that are fun. Or I only enjoy watching things that are happy. But I think it's more deep and more profound if you can make someone feel hope. No, I, or I, you I can, can show people justice. Yeah. Or you can show actual forgiveness. And I think this movie had a lot of moments where it got really close to making me feel mm-hmm. something more than just Pulling this fleeting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just am not impressed by something that makes me feel uncomfortable for two and a half mm-hmm. hours, and then I never want to watch again. Yeah, that to me is not. I that's just not what I'm impressed by. And see, and that that's I, I like that because you have your you have what you find satisfying in film, which I like. You know, I think that's one again one of the reasons we started this is to see everybody's. Difference of opinion. Difference mm-hmm. of opinions. Sure. You know, which is, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. And like I said at the start of this, I'm over the moon that you guys actually sat and watched the whole thing. Yeah. It was, it was, I'm so Just proud Just for that your you birthday. Guys did. I'm so proud you guys did. It had yeah. some really, really fun, really yeah. cool moments. Yeah. That I really appreciated. I mean, I, I really think, liked like, when Emily and her dad are fishing and talking. Yes. Yeah. And they have that moment of him talking. Sterling about K. Brown, man. Sterling right. K. Brown is, is so unfrickin' believable, man. Yeah. I, I like that. What, what what would you say to that, Stephanie? Do you have a counter or that, or do you? <laughs> 
I do not have a. And counter. now for the defense. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm just curious because I'm, I'm just, I'm just well, gonna. Well, I can give my view. Yeah. On yes. It. Yes. So, in I don't know. It's interesting. I've gone through a lot of mental health stuff mm-hmm. in the past three years, probably. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting, like when Brendan shows me these movies, because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's someone out there who's felt that way. There's someone out there who's felt like the world is closing in on them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all fictional, but at the same time, it's like, there's these movies out there talking about these situations and showing these situations. Mm-hmm. And I think that resonates with me more than, like, hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that, that might be, like, a dark and twisty side of me, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, someone also just felt like running away. Yeah. Someone just turned to drugs and alcohol because they didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Someone also felt like they had to break out of their family structure mm-hmm. to be able to find love and feel love. Mm-hmm. Like, And so those things resonate with me more than like the, happy ending. the positives. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, which might be kind of warped, but at the same time, it's just, it feels real. Sure. Yeah, I, that I can totally understand. Yeah, yeah, and I think this movie does, I think... Yeah this movie does a good job of bringing conversations yeah not even conversations what's the word i'm uh representation of those yeah. things of yeah. that desperation yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that was not i didn't have a i i appreciated that of this movie mm-hmm. yeah. but what i wanted was just a little bit more reconciliation yeah. oh for yeah. sure no one that, that's like a little yeah. bit and more. i get that i get yeah. that yeah. i mean we for talked sure. about that we talked about that at the end of last week um it, it's never fun watching a movie like the best example i have is it's never fun watching a movie that you have all these heroes, and not one survives. It's that, that same feeling of, I just invested my whole life into this, or my whole, you know, two hours into this. Yeah. Why do I want to watch them all die? Yeah. It's the same thing. Why am I going to invest myself in two hours and not feel one glimmer of hope and not feel satisfied at the end of it? Yeah. It's the same thing, which is, sure. it doesn't make you disgusted by the movie, but right. it's just like, that's, that's again, it, it caused a reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. Well, and part of the reason I didn't like it was for all the same reasons Stephanie did like it. Mm-hmm. Like, she felt all these things, and I was like, yeah, I felt that too, but yeah. I... That's not something you want to feel. Yeah. yeah. Like, I felt that before, and it sucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the worst time so, of my life. So, so, and it's tricky, because I'm like, that's also why I only watched it the one time. Right. Yeah. And I can totally... That definitely makes me feel different about the movie, knowing that you guys had only seen it one mm-hmm. other time. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like I said, we were both under the impression that you guys had just well, watched it. Well, the fact that we couldn't like, sit through it again. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it was, it was honestly, I mean, the first time we watched it was... A bit overwhelming, and it, I, I was kind of in a haze just because yeah, like, you, you yeah. get in this haze. So I have a question: Did you know? Um, could because I felt like I knew what Tyler's trajectory was, and I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Kind of once he started to to shift, when they were like, "Oh, your shoulder's not going to get better, bud." Like, well, the, I felt when the like first I aspect knew, ratio changed, right? I felt like I knew immediately what was going to happen and what his mm-hmm. trajectory was going to go. Did you guys have that same thought? Did you know? Oh, this is the point where the jock feels too much outward pressure, and so he starts to um, I, he can't process those feelings, so he's going to turn down. I felt like he was yes and no. Yeah, okay. I felt like he was going to snap. Mm-hmm. That was pretty obvious. I thought he was going to crash his car. Okay, like yeah. because when he gets in the truck yeah. and he starts driving, I thought okay. Someone's going to come out, he's going to die, or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I honestly did not expect him to go to the party. Yeah. And, I mean, do what he did. But, again, it's like you kind of have to, you know, ask yourself, like, he didn't know what he was doing. 
that's true. Right. I felt like I knew once he left. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to that party. No, he's we knew we knew something her. was happening as soon as um, as soon as he tore his shoulder. Yeah. I mean, and that oh, the, sure, yeah. the, the thing I bring up is the aspect ratio change because what he did there was to cause a sense of claustrophobia. Yeah. Well, the aspect ratio changes when he kills his girlfriend. So there's a total of mm-hmm. five different aspect ratios. Oh, so oh I, we, we I only caught three. Them all. Yeah. So, and I can't. So he's wrestling and he tears his shoulder. Is that when the first one is? Mm-hmm. Slowly, yeah. So it, it, it shifts it down. So slow. It shifts down a little bit. As soon as his reaction and, and knowledge of what's going to happen, it's slowly. It, it's the world closing in on him. Right. I, I can totally. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I felt it yeah. without noticing it, which actually makes me. And so after, after the shift, and once he starts drinking a lot more, and, you know, he's found in the bathtub, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it goes even further. Right. It goes to more of a widescreen kind of th- set, and then the the minute you after, you notice that one. That's the big one you notice. Yeah. There's one before that, very small. Mm-hmm. Then the big one, and mm-hmm. then of course the one that it goes down to, like we're watching uh, Justice League, yeah. right? Which happens. That's the one that we noticed. That's the one that we noticed, right after right? Yeah. she dies. Right. Yeah, you know. But yeah. I, I think because um, it even maybe that one's just easier to notice because it's yeah. it blacks out. Yeah, it's like a cut scene. It's a straight sh- shift, and then yeah. it's immediately smaller. And throughout the movie, it it, it reverses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it reverses in a, in a sense that the world's opening up for Emily, his mm-hmm. sister, finding peace and finding her own way. Yeah. Amongst the shadow of her brother being in prison for what do they say thirty years, twenty five years, thirty. Life. Well, it was he had it was a parole, after oh, parole after thirty. Parole after thirty. Yeah, yeah, because it was um, second degree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We were we were talking about that. I mean, premeditated, but he. Was it wasn't premeditated. Um, it was an accidental murder. Yeah. It doesn't help. I mean, they probably could have bumped it up to first degree if the ba- if they first with de- the baby. It depends. First degree you know? is premeditation. Yeah. Second second degree murder means if they're feeling he harsh, had, right? He had intent to murder, mm. but he only had intent to murder when he got there, yeah. and it wasn't he wasn't like I'm going to go Planned to this out. party to yeah. kill her, yeah. which is fair. So one thing I'm kind of thinking now that we're doing this is that I think this might be aimed towards Benji. Yeah. Do you think? Um, and this is nowhere near a dig. Because technically, I mean, like I said, we're all in the same generation. We're only we're only uh, difference by three, four years at the most. Yeah. Do you think because it was so recent? Because I mean, you only graduated. I mean, it was still. I mean, Lee and I have been together for six years. Yeah. And this all happened at least a year before. Yeah. We even met. So a lot of it is still fresh. I mean, I, I mean seven, fresh, but seven years fresh. ago. Yeah. I think it's just in general. Bench has had a pretty charmed life. I mean, not in the best <laughs> no, way possible. No, yeah, yeah. I think it's just this is just it's not that it's fresh but it's just so big yeah yeah it was it was a lot of what defined who i am now yeah yeah yeah. um and so i think it's just so well that kind of hits me in my heart there buddy that this is this this hits you on a different level yeah it hit me it hit me hard wow yeah wow well i mean the best thing that i can relate to is um i can I, i i've recently felt how you felt yeah uh and that was we're going down this road, but um, recently, I, so okay, so I don't usually get too emotional during movies. Uh, uh, sometimes, uh, very rarely, I do. Right. But I never, I never show it. Like I, I usually show it more during shows, which is yeah. strange. But it's always family related. Okay. No matter what it is. Yeah. That's when I get emotional. I mean, you could kill off my favorite actress in the worst way possible, and I'll just yeah shrug it off. Yeah, it happened. I, I'm, I think I'm feeling the way you're feeling right now is how I felt after watching Honey Boy. Okay. The Shia LaBeouf movie. Yeah. About his uh, 
struggles with his father and just just living a crap life. Uh-huh. You know, I had to look away a couple times in that movie, and that resurfaced watching this last night. Yeah, mainly with everything to do with his his parents. Uh huh. Which was really tough to watch when he finally when he finally snaps Tyler, and uh, he he pushes his his dad down. Yeah, that kind of you know you you hit hard. Or when he says you're not my mother. Yeah, you know? that's rough. That that family dynamic. That's I, a couple times I had to like you know look away. Mm-hmm. I would too. It doesn't happen often, but it does. So my point is, I can relate. Uh-huh. I can kind of feel the same way you're feeling with this. Yeah, but. I'm going to hold on to that because that's that's what keeps me going in movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Feeling that way. And like Steph said, call us crazy, call us twisted, call us whatever. But uh, we find like those little things that we like. I think that just makes you human. Yeah. 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 Like you're allowed to feel. Like we all feel the same things. It just depends on whether we like to feel that way or exactly. not. And it all hits everybody on a different level. I yeah. mean, I, now that you say that, I can definitely see where you're coming from yeah i think yeah. that's interesting yeah it um, just it was it was a lot of him going through these relationship problems and mm-hmm. his parents not really being there they weren't like as as interactive with that part of his life yeah. as they should have been yeah. Uh, yeah i found that i think it's just my own privilege mm-hmm. i found that the most frustrating part of the movie was the absent parents yeah well, see that's and what i, I felt the that most that was, right. familiar with and that's because i mean it's not like my parents were intentionally absent during right. that part of my life. No. I just didn't... That was not stuff that I wanted to share with them. Right. For sure. And but they weren't... Now, you know, seven years later, I wish that I had. Yeah. Right. And I think I just knew that... And maybe it's part of my personality and it may, potentially it's my upbringing. I knew that talking to my parents was not always going to be fun, but part of me understood that it was important for us to coexist. I'm envious of that. So I didn't... Yeah. So And, and yeah, I same. think that's yeah. just part of the thing that that's my mm-hmm. that's my privilege so for me it's so hard to see these absent parents yeah. because i mm-hmm. understand how incredibly important yeah. my parents were in my life well two opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum yeah, right there it's interesting. yeah well it's it's interesting because that's kind of similar to me and bren like mm-hmm. because i like it was the same thing in my household it was very open mm-hmm. very let's talk about all of this which mm-hmm. it which was awesome at the time mm-hmm. and it's awesome now but then like brenda and i would say it was kind of the same thing like he just didn't didn't share the a lot at the time yeah it was easier to sweep things under the rug mm-hmm. than to actually mm-hmm. say things yeah mm-hmm. to this day i'm still okay with like we could we could go down a deep deep path if we wanted to <laughs> but i think we should save that for a future <laughs> <Right>. episode <laughs> But I, I, I found solitude in that. I found acceptance in that um, a lot quicker than a lot of kids or a lot of people would. Right. Uh, and that's just – call it a coping mechanism. Call it whatever you want. But that's why I stand where I stand. Yeah. You know, because it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's easy for me to say, and it's not easy for a lot of people to say, but yeah. that's that's kind of how I see it. Um, Important to acknowledge. Yeah. You know, I think maybe, you know, our whole life is just one big coping mechanism. Yeah, in for a lot sure. It's true. Well, it's it's crazy. I mean, we're, we're talking about the parents here, and uh, how in a weird, I mean, it, it is kind of weird that they just weren't there. Yeah. You know, even for Emily, even for the sister, right. yeah. you never saw that. When we, uh, like Luke. Yeah. Luke is a completely separate entity. He's mm-hmm. an entirely different family. You hear about his nice parent, which is his mom, but then the only interaction you actually have is, is with, with his father. This father who was absent, who was who was yep. gone his whole life. And I do I like that 
that they go and there is that reconciliation. See, and that's there. going back to what you said that they were they were almost giving you that little bit of a hope, mm-hmm. right? And I guess it depends on the person, but you can kind of find a little bit of hope in that because well, there is some resolution there, to his yeah. own. Yeah. Well, and I think it was I think it was important for him. Yeah. Right? He would have never. I think that's why Emily's so important. To See, but too. I can argue that is that it wasn't necessarily about his relationship with his dad. Right. It was, it was Emily watching the relationship that they had mm-hmm. and how it was fixed. Yeah. And so the, I see the second half of the movie being, of course, through Emily's eyes and, and, and learning different family dynamics and learning how to cope mm-hmm. and right. how to understand what's happening around her. Mm-hmm. And that's a good example is that, you know, I can kind of relate to that a bit with, with Steph's dad that, you know, I've never had trauma like that or I should say struggles like that. And to see, you know, definitely learned a lot watching how she copes with that, uh-huh. with, her, with, her, with her dad's problems and, and, you know, sculpting my life after that, which is really interesting. I can kind of relate to that. Yeah. I do like that. I mean, Sterling K. Brown, again, I'm going to say is, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He was, I, I'm going to counteract what Lee said that they weren't there, but he was when he wanted to be. Yeah. He was there for what he wanted. See, right. You know, does that, that, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like the, 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 a lot of this movie, although it's very good, and I do think that the acting in this movie is impeccable. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Um, they are so selfish. Mm-hmm. All oh, of them. so selfish. Oh, all of them, All, yeah. four of them. all of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yes, Sterling K. Brown is there, just like, just, just about, exactly what he's, he said. He's the he's dad he that, we all had that friend. Everybody had that one friend that, right. Was either sports related, music related, and they had the parent. Yeah, yeah. you go oh, to you yeah. go to the shows or whatever. You know, go to the, mm-hmm. the performances, and their dad's mm-hmm. always there. Oh, they're so intimidating. We but you call- never actually hear them talk about that parent. We called those the stage moms. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like you can see how uh, his dad finds connection with his son, which is working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrestling. I mean, yeah. it's that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But anything. Outside of that, yeah, anything outside of that, he's not there. He doesn't care about. Yeah, there's no problems there. Which, which was a great scene in the beginning when he's wor- when the, when uh, Tyler's working on the computer, and he comes up, he's like, "What's with that attitude?" And yeah. it's like all of us were like, I, "I didn't really catch that as attitude. I kept that as a kid, just kind of having a problem." Right. right. That's not attitude. He's no. struggling. He's struggling. Right. And there's no. I thought that scene was so. That was so hard to watch. That was hard to because watch. Because you yeah. knew yeah. what Tyler was Everybody going felt what that did, what that dad was totally. saying. Absolutely. Everybody. I'm just like, wow, you just don't yeah. care about me at all. And I thought it was fascinating that Sterling K. Brown was talking to Tyler about, he was like, you just have no idea how good you have it. You don't know you, what I do for you. You don't know family. what I do. You don't know how yeah. hard I worked for you. Yeah. You should be more appreciative. I and hate just that. like discounting, discrediting yeah. I anything. Hate that. He was so good at minimizing whatever Tyler was going through. That yeah. was exactly yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. See, but then you have the complete polar opposite when he hurts his shoulder and the one person holding him up literally is his stepmother. Yeah. Right. So you can see that she wants to have more of a relationship with this kid, yeah. But she can't, and you can kind of after you know you're not my mother, you're not my mother, that kind of thing. You kind of see why he never really opened up with her, right? But I, I just, thought it was interesting that they chose to not touch on that, yeah, until that moment. You didn't know, right? I, like we had no idea until he actually said that. You're like, yeah. holy crap! Okay, this makes more sense. Right. The dynamic makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I, I can kind of relate. I mean that that spiral. You mm-hmm. know, I, I've had a, a, a few. 
in high school. Yeah. Definitely. I think one thing we didn't see, which is really important, is the, the, the importance of friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you notice that, he only interacts with yeah, yeah. Girlfriend. Alexis. 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 You only see them react or interact. You see a couple of his friends here and there. But you never see – he doesn't have someone to, 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 to rely because on. Because right. life is so full. Yeah. Right? And I think that's and one thing personally nothing. I had. Mm-hmm. I always had that one person to rely on or to run to. And I think that's what kind of kept me out of what happened down the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say I also had that person. But it was you. <laughs> it's true though. Well, I didn't really have anybody else. I had kind of – That's true crushed all those relationships true. well and i i mean i didn't feel see i didn't feel like i had friends in high school that i could yeah. rely on but i knew but I you had you had siblings family. you had siblings i knew my yeah. family yeah. was there so yeah. i think it's just that connection yeah that you just you just need safety. somebody to be there yeah you just need that safety yeah which you can see that he was struggling with to have with emily mm-hmm. how she had with him right like when she she went it when he was puking his brains out in the bathroom and she's the one to run in and it's like, you need to be quiet because they'll hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That line was so important to me because she cares. Mm-hmm. She cares that, yes, we don't want the parents involved. We don't want this kind of to go down that road. Right. But she's willing to be there to pick him up and put him straight. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, me and my brother, Nick, we just, the, we are always there for each other. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. their, like their relationship in the movie made me think of me and my brother. Yeah. Yeah. The little that we got. Yeah. yeah, the little that we got. The little that we got. I just wanted, yeah. I think, I loved Emily, mm-hmm. and I just felt like she got such a, like, such a, a bummer gig in oh, this movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All she's doing is comforting these yeah. crazy, like, men around her who don't know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has to help her brother, and then she has to help Luke, and then she has to, and her dad. At oh, one yeah. point, uh-huh. her dad literally is yeah. like, hey, my life's falling apart. I'm just going to go ahead well, and dump this onto you, you poor She leaves him, right? The, the stepmom leaves, right? Or they, they separate? They, no, they're no, just not. They just don't get along. Time. Okay. They, like, want to separate, but neither of them really wants to. Or, I don't yeah, know. maybe. Yeah. I think it sounds like they're trying to work it out, but it's it's not working. Yeah. See, really. one thing that I just remembered that one of the parts that I had to look away was uh, right as it picks up after he's sentenced and she's walking through the school. Emily's yeah. walking uh-huh. through the school and everything's happening around her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And. There's a shot where she's standing outside, and you see this kid run by with his cap and gown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kind of realize... That would have been her brother. That was Tyler. That should have been Tyler. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she kind of looks down and looks away, and it's like, everything is gone. Yeah. You know, in, in an instant. That I was completely well agree, though. She got short end of the stick. I yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah. Really. And I really. think, you know, they, tr- they try to give you... I think they, they want it to appear... Like, it's her choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just feel like, you know, we're thinking she's 16, 17, 18 years old. I don't... I mean, I just feel like there was so much pressure on her. Even thinking about Tyler, and probably she was just always the one that was, like, the peacekeeper. Yeah. And the caretaker. That yeah. I just want... I just hope that, that there's hope for her. That oh, yeah. That scene of oh, her yeah. riding her bike at the very end... That freedom, yeah, right, is actually there for her yeah. that she doesn't just end up being someone who is constantly See, mending. Now I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. challenge because that's what I'm here for. <laughs> she rolls her eyes at the me. The challenge. <laughs> that was hope. No, listen. That was a glimmer of hope. Yes, true. It was a glimmer of hope. But here's what I. But yes, you're right. It was a glimmer of hope. Um, but overall, I feel like. 
it was only a glimmer of hope so that people didn't walk out of the movie. True. Let me tell you what would have completely shifted the movie for me. If Emily came home and all three of them went to go visit Tyler. Hmm. That's all I wanted. Like, I just don't... It, it's so it ended still so fractured that there were there was glimmer of hope, but it was still so selfish. Yeah, it was Catherine going to visit. It was almost like false hope. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine was going to visit Tyler because I think the only way that they would have had healing is together because yeah. they have this shared experience. So Catherine goes to the jail to visit, goes to prison to visit Tyler by herself, and Sterling K. Brown, I think his name is Ron. Ronald. Ronald is at church by himself. Yeah. And Emily is riding down the street on her bike by herself. And so the hope is I, I there, but it's a that. selfish but there's hope. There's also yeah, yeah, that scene that. of the parents sitting on Tyler's bed. And I liked that. There's but also... Kind of like an unspoken I, moment. That's true. See, but and I, I appreciated that. Right, I'm going to play they, devil's advocate here, and I'm going to say that I think Lee's correct on that because I think Tyler deserved that. I think after exactly. what had happened, mm-hmm. and definitely speaking from personal experience, when you when you hit rock bottom and when you, you have nothing else, you need something there to help you out. Right. If nothing but for Tyler, yeah. the three of them coming to say, we're here. So that you no matter how what wrong you did exactly yeah Yeah. because even when Emily and her dad have that conversation where he's like no he's not a monster he's just a human yeah that was so good yeah and I wanted that to continue because I think that continued with Emily and Luke because but there was no there was no overall family exactly I wanted the three of them to to I wanted there to be an unspoken moment between Mm. the three of them where we say. Tyler is not a monster. Yeah. We have to acknowledge that we had some part in his life yeah. falling apart. I, okay. And we I, should I like all that. Go. I like that right there. What you just said is that mm-hmm. they all, they all aided in what had happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And like Benji felt with his relationships, I can feel that because there was a lot of times there was nobody there. Yeah. And that's the worst feeling is that when you spiral and you sit there and you think and you think that, you really have no one to talk to. You really have no one to run to. Yeah. What else are you going to do? You're going to pop those pills. You're going to drink that vodka. You know, that's just how it works. Which is not what I did. <laughs> just want, I just want to clarify no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had, yeah. But you, but you, we, we, you know what I'm saying. You, 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 you see, yeah, yeah. You see that. My coping mechanisms were video games until right. like you, five in the sure, morning. You secluded yourself. <laughs> you didn't sleep. Now, if I didn't have the friends I had, certain friends, I'd be the same boat. <laughs> right. And so that's a lifetime ago, though. You're in some, you lose most. <laughs> Uh, one thing I really, I really, really, really liked, little tiny things here, the social networking aspect after she died, Oof. which you see, which is, I, I think, I've only known a few people, I knew both sides, I saw both sides. Right. And seeing how it's like, they're praising, it was the picture of her and, and her as a baby and her present, how everybody, I miss you, you know what I mean? I can't right. believe you're not here, baby girl, where are you, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then the immediate next post is completely dehumanizing and belittling Tyler to a point where right. us as a viewer knows the person he is. And we know this wasn't intentional. We know right. this was short end of the stick. It happens. It's just how it goes. The power of social media. Mm-hmm. The power of people. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad that like Instagram was a thing like the end of my senior year. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Snapchat was non-existent. See, I had all of that when I was in high school. That was MySpace for us. Uh, We had, like, yeah, MySpace. I can even have my own picture on my MySpace profile page. Oh, so you never got in a conversation with a friend because they weren't number one on your top eight? 
Oh no, there were there were words. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were words. <laughs> why aren't why aren't it top eight? Why why, why aren't it top so, eight? I'm so glad that that was like that was the extent of the social media drama. Because mm-hmm. people say whatever they want with no repercussions, and yeah. that can destroy a human right there. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, it's that barrier. Yeah, that barrier of the screen between you yeah. and seeing that person as a person. Yep. And so I think I I saw that and I almost I almost wish that they had touched on that a little bit more of mm-hmm. like you because we knew what Tyler was going through. Yeah. We knew that he was a human, but they didn't you know, that happened and we knew that we wished that it had been stated that he was just a just a guy. Well not not just necessarily stated, but definitely explored that. Yeah. We're turning a two and a half hour movie into well, like Benji said before, like three separate movies, mm-hmm. right? Which we have all these questions and all these things we want answered over the span of two and a half hours, which is not going to happen, mm-hmm. right? And I think I, that's one thing I really agree with Lee on this is that if they were to remove themselves and acknowledge his aspect and why he did what he did, I think that would be an overall better message mm-hmm. yeah. than just throwing him in prison for thirty years and then. It is what it is. Yeah, right. I mean, he should have been you know? in prison. But for yes. sure, for sure. But we need uh, we need understandings because in this day and age, it's too easy to blame somebody. It's too easy to hate somebody with no knowledge of what that person's been through. Right. One little thing that I kind of really enjoyed. Again, this is this is more of the filming aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. Stephanie could not stop pointing out the colors. Yeah. I was literally in my brain about to mention the colors. The color. It's only kind of mind-bending the first 45 minutes, the first, the, the Tyler scenes. Red and blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought it was just the filters. I thought it was just the lighting he was using, the different, you know, lights flashing back and forth. But it goes deeper than that. It goes right. deeper to what people are wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It goes deeper to even his bathroom wall, mm-hmm. which has red and blue splatter on it. Yeah. We were trying to figure it out. I was trying to look into it. I was trying to read some stuff up into it. Nothing on Reddit. Nothing everywhere could talk about that color until it kind of clicked to me. Police sirens. Yeah. Oh. So the entire time it's foreshadowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even like when he was at the party. Yeah. All the lights there were red and blue. Like well, when he was blue. walking through the party following his girlfriend, yeah. I was like, oh. But she was in red. Emily was in blue. That's true. Yeah. Anytime the parents are talking to him, one's in red, one's in blue, or orange, the spectrum of it. And as soon as the police, as soon as that last shot of him staring off, crying Mm -hmm. in the back of the police car with the red and blue flashing, you don't see it anymore. Yep. That's cool. So I think that was a really cool little touch adding, which is... Like a foreshadow. Yeah, which is foreshadowing. um, That only A24 can pull off. I'm sorry. Only (laughs) A24 can pull off. That they not only did the colors, but that they used the lighting to change the shape of yeah. his face and almost yeah. distort it. Especially yeah. when he's, one, at the party. Yep. When he's standing there and he's kind of, like, dissociating and Emily's looking at yeah. him. and he's, like on She's not shirts. even sure who's, who she's, exactly. she's, she's looking at. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, because of where the lights are, the red oh, and blue man. lights are distorting his face. And when he's in the back of the police car and he's just staring yep. at the yep. camera and yep. his face isn't moving... But the way that the lights are moving, yeah, it's, it's absurd how much the shape a, a of light face. change can affect the way you look. I and see, that that's that's so why cool. that's one of the top, I would say, three or four important parts of making a movie. Yeah, is cinematography and lighting. Yeah, lighting is a huge. Which huge thing. I, I would not have thought this <laughs> ten years ago before right. I got into movies. The fact that there's some dude up there rigging the set. Yeah. 
And that's why you see what you, oh, dude, it's, it's just, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's crazy that you're seeing this stuff. And I think I got to, all I got to say is mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> I think definitely. Uh, and also apologies. For, for the waves of emotion. <laughs> for the waves. The waves of emotion. I can but promise that we, we won't we won't hit on something this deep for a while. I do want to say, just to kind of wrap things up, the discussion has made me appreciate the movie in a different ah, way. See, yeah. mission I, uh, accomplished. I feel similarly, but I also don't feel like I need to watch no, it. No, I'm never no. going to watch this no, no, movie no, 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 no. Um, you're, you're okay. You're ever. okay. We probably will not but I did. It. Yes. Yeah. But it was definitely, I, I, I just appreciate hearing the, the reasons you guys liked yeah. it. Yeah. Because it does make me appreciate it. Because I care for you guys, yeah. and then I can see it through. Yeah, your it's eyes. like yeah, like uh, I was literally about to say, it's like yeah. seeing it through a different set of eyes. Which yeah. is really cool because like I, I don't, I don't have many people that actually can, especially well, only online I should say, <laughs> that can relate on that kind of level. Right. And it's really cool, and I know this is kind of the reason why we're doing this is to see yeah. certain things make you appreciate movies a different way, or yeah. you know. Just look at it differently, like you said, through, through somebody else's eyes, which is really interesting. Um, and that's one thing that I, I feel like I've done a good job with Stephanie because, like... Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't... I'd Like, 80% of the movies I've seen now, I would not have watched if I wasn't doing Well, I don't you. think I ever would have even heard of this movie if it wasn't Oh, no. Yeah. No. There's stuff, like... We talked about, like, I Saw the Devil, which is mm-hmm. one you really liked. That was a good movie. That's it something... A, it was a dark movie. It's a dark movie. But it's a good movie. Brendan and Stephanie, as a nice wrap-up, give us why would you watch this movie? Encourage our encourage our listeners. What is great about this movie that makes it a watch movie? I'll give Steph first. Give it a watch to just, to just try it. Mm-hmm. See what side of the spectrum you're on. See if you are just jumping out of your skin uncomfortable or if you're like oh my gosh i relate to this so much and we encourage you to just give it a try let us know what you think don't feel like you have to finish it (laughs) don't feel like you have to watch it don't yeah don't feel like you have to watch it you don't even have to press play but just give it a try i i was previously someone who stuck to the popular movies and we liked our monty python and we liked our Fish called Wanda, <laughs> and <laughs> I've watched Gilmore Girls about twenty times. But broaden your your spectrum a little bit. I don't think you might regret it. You might not, but at least you can say you tried. I, I can agree with that. I definitely can. I would recommend it because I think that everybody in some shape or form can relate to this movie with a little, with at least something in it. With yeah. something in it. Whether it's not one of the main characters. Yeah. I'm sure there's something in it for you. Not the whole movie, but I definitely think that it can start a conversation within yourself or within your family, within your friendship. I think as a, uh, of course, I can give you the, the typical cinephile answer, which is just a gorgeous film and gorgeous acting and blah, blah, blah. But I think there's a deeper level to it. Right. If you like to punish yourself with emotions. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I think give it a try. Yeah. I think if you know how much you can handle pass just pass it on don't worry about it it's just one of those ones that it's not the end of the world if you don't see it you know you don't have to see it you don't have to subdue yourself to that i think i'm going to stand by what i said is that this was kind of a baseline to what we can handle as a four 
Yeah. And what, how deep we can go. <laughs> yeah. I will say, even though I hated it, I, oh, okay, I wouldn't say I hated it. That might, that's a little bit strong. I disliked it because of the things that it made me feel. Yeah. But I think for all the same reasons you said, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that you guys can look past what, you didn't like uh-huh. to see into just little things that were done or what made you feel that way like the reasons right. why I think, yeah. I think that's a that's a good separation as a viewer uh that you guys nailed i think that was yeah. perfect on what i was looking for i think that if you whether or not you decide to watch the movie i think you guys should talk to your family talk to your support system Agreed. make sure you have one um, be vulnerable, and that can be scary. Reach out. Reach out. Whatever I think you need. If you've learned anything, you don't have to watch this movie to know that a support system is important, mm-hmm. and without it, your life can really fall apart. Have, have, find some friends, man. You get a, get a group like this right here. Start yeah. Podcast. Start a podcast. <laughs> All right, gang. No, but I think um, that that was, I, I, again, mission accomplished, in my opinion. Yeah. We're doing a whole 180 again next week. Oh, my gosh. We, it's. Yeah. It'll be a breath of fresh air. I'm so excited for this I'm excited episode. for this one. <laughs> so we yeah. actually went out and I actually had to buy it. Yeah. Okay. So we have it. What is it? I don't know why I didn't what have this guys? in the collection. Next the first week we're going to watch. <laughs> we're going to watch Jim Henson's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh, my God. The one and only David Bowie. David Bowie. Um, the incredible, gorgeous David Bowie. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm super excited for this. Was this a first time for you for Labyrinth? Yeah, I've never seen it. Whoa. <laughs> Yes. Whoa! That, yeah. This news I feel to like me. we need to find a way to watch it together. I'm almost going to agree with that, to be honest. When was the last Crystal? time you watched it? In its entirety, I have to say probably like seven or eight years ago. Oh, okay. I'd say we watched it, it in its entirety. maybe a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, we, it's been pretty recently. I'm more of a Dark Crystal fan. Yeah. That, that was my Jim Henson jam. I think as I got older, David Bowie definitely, oh, so definitely started hitting me, man. Yeah, I, we'll have to talk about the music. We'll have to talk about. Oh, we're gonna everything, talk about everything, man. everything, and then how Jennifer Connelly. Oh, god, it's, all good. it's gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be it's, fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be a fun time. one. I'm excited. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure me this out. Too. Uh, hopefully, this gives everybody a chance to listen to something they want to listen to. Go back. I mean, I still think one of the best ones was our Justice League. Man, check that yeah. out. That's that's. Definitely where we nerded out yeah. the most. And I think the Godzilla vs. Kong episode was a lot of fun. That's Even if you haven't fun. seen the movie, it's just a fun Yeah, that, that was a lot had. of fun. Definitely, I got to say, I want to rewatch it, and I think I'm going to like it a lot better. Yeah? Yeah, just after our conversation. I think it's worth it. Oh, so I think good. it's worth so it. So good. Um, all right, Benji. All right, man. Uh, love you, buddy. We'll see you next week, man. Yeah. We'll see everybody next thanks, week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. Um,